your presence until you come again. We sing hallelujah. So we'll sing hallelujah until you come again. We dance in your presence, God. And we dance in your presence until you come again. You're always good. No one like our God. He 
Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. How can we thank you, God? How can we thank you, God? Oh, how can we worship you, God? How can we thank you for all that you've done for us, God? For all that you do for us, God. Oh, you're always faithful, God. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. softly to him. Sing my hallelujah belongs to you. Yes, Lord, we give it to you. My hallelujah belongs to you. My hallelujah. My hallelujah belongs to you. Just sing it to him. My hallelujah. My hallelujah belongs to you. One more time, sing, all the glory belongs to you. Come on. All of the glory belongs to you. All of the glory. All of the glory belongs to you. All of the glory. All of the glory belongs to you. All of the glory, all of the glory belongs to you. Hallelujah. Just worship the Lord, give him praise. Just give him all the glory. Come on, give him all the glory. Somebody give him the fruits of your lips. Give him the fruits of your lips. We'll Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. 
Thank you for your faithfulness. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Abba. I belong to you. Abba, I belong to you. Oh, Abba, Abba, I belong to you. Oh, sing it now, Abba. I belong to you. Sing it again. Oh, Abba, Abba. I belong to you. Oh, sing it, Abba, Abba. believe that oh we belong to you lord we belong to you lord oh sing it one more time abba abba Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Aren't you glad you belong to him? Aren't you glad he's your father? I was reading Isaiah 41 the other night. And 
this just stood out to me. I am your God. I just kept on meditating on that. I don't have the words to explain to you this morning what that did for me, but it did something. I just kept meditating on that. I am your God. I am your God. All I can tell you is we worship a God who will never let you down. If we could really know what God thinks about us, what he feels about us. Many of the things that we go through, we, we, we would not go through those things. But we give ourselves to believe in a lie so many times. What the enemy is whispering to us. And you know, my mom said something. I don't know if how many of you knew it. That when the enemy speaks to you, he speaks in the first person. Sometimes we're looking for the demon with the two horns and the long tail before we know that's the devil. And so we listen to these thoughts that are false. And we speak it over and over. It speaks over and over in our minds. So I just hope that that really freed someone when she said the enemy speaks to you in the first person. So that you know not to believe that voice that is contrary to the word of God. Amen? Because so many times you tell yourself, I'm not good enough, I'm not good enough, I'm not good enough. That's the enemy speaking to you. Don't believe that voice. But let us know that he is our God. We have a father, a heavenly father, who cares so deeply about us. So deeply about us. Oh, how we pray that we will understand the depths of his love for us because we are freed by his love. His love, perfect love, he says, cast out all fear. Hallelujah. So I want to welcome you again to New Hope Ministries, a place of open heaven. Amen. There's an open heaven encounter waiting for you and you are in the right place and you are receiving it this morning. Amen. Amen. Praise God. And I want you to know that the grace that is in this place, that even when you're home, wherever you are, the same Jesus goes with you. Amen. Praise God. I said that for a reason. <laughs> Amen. Some people don't know they can have Jesus at home. They think Jesus can only be found in church. <laughs> Jesus can be found in your very home. The same joy and celebration that we have every time we come here, you can have it at home. Amen? Amen. So don't allow the enemy to cause your week to go so depressed and then you're just waiting for church. No, you can, right there at home, you can cultivate that atmosphere of an open heaven. And when we come together here in corporate worship, we celebrate and we encourage one another. It's important that we come because Jesus said it's important that we gather in his house. Amen? But that does not mean that he's not in your home. He will be in your home if you cultivate that atmosphere for him to come. Amen? Praise God. I would just like to give us the announcements now. And as I do, if you would please prepare your tithes. 
and your offerings. I was having a conversation yesterday with my daughter about tithes and offerings. Someone gave her $20. And I said, you got to remember to give your tithes and offerings. She said, yeah, I do, $2. I said, well, that's your tithes. Now you got to give an offering. She said, no, that's my offering. So <laughs> we had this back and forth thing. And she said, well, I will give him gold. And I said, where are you going to find gold? She said, I will go dig it. I said, well, if you can't give him more than your $2, you're definitely not going to give him your gold. <laughs> Praise God. So just prepare your tithes and your offerings. Um, all the women, we will meet here uh, Saturday the 16th at 12 noon. Um, we also, we are getting closer to our July uh, summer camp meeting, which is taking place July 19th and 22nd. And um, now, be yeah, well, Pastor will talk about that. But July 19th to 22nd. So for those of you that made pledges towards this conference, if you would please fulfill those pledges. Uh, by the end of this month, that would be helpful because we want to know exactly what we have uh, to support the program. Amen. We have uh, some guests coming in and we would be able to take care of the accommodations. It's not good to have guests and you don't take care of them. Amen. So we want to take care of our guests. Praise God. And also we would like to have some lights when we have the conference. <laughs> so we would like to pay some bills too. Amen. So be a blessing in the house of God. Uh, Sunday school will resume on the 17th of this month, June 17th. We resume with Sunday school. And the youth, I was here with youth on Thursday. I believe they had an awesome time. Youth, did you have an awesome time with Pastor? I saw one thumb go up. Amen. Amen. I really appreciate God for my husband. Uh, that he takes the time to come out here and to encourage the youth amen so i really pray that you were encouraged and that you will be here again this coming thursday at 6 p.m all the youth um also on july the 22nd and we're going to announce this more as we get closer but we would like to appreciate our leaders on july the 22nd do we love our leaders can we just clap for our leaders and praise God for them? So on July the 22nd, we would like to appreciate our leaders, take time to appreciate them. So um, next Sunday, we're going to come with more announcements, what we're going to be doing on July the 22nd. And also the third month, the third uh, week of this month, Life Group is canceled. Amen? Life Group is canceled for this month. But on that Wednesday, the men are going to have a meeting here at the church at 7 p.m. So all the men, please uh, arrange your calendars to be here that third week on Wednesday. The rest of the church, we're not going to have service on that third week as we know it. So we're just going to remain and pray for the church in our various homes. Amen. Praise God. Can we please stand as we say our declaration for our Titan offerings? Sister June, can you please prepare to play something from the bag, a praise from the bag? Thank you. God bless Sister June for her faithfulness. For years, Sister June has been sitting in that back room doing what she does. Everything that's going on, Sister June has been doing that. And thank God that she has some little helpers, uh, my daughter and Destiny. 
She's training them back there. So, Sister Ruth, we thank God for you. Amen. Amen. All right, as I tithe and give offerings, I'm believing the Lord to bless me and my family with jobs and better jobs, raises and bonuses, sales and commissions, favorable settlements, estate and inheritance, interest and income, rebates and returns, discounts and dividends, checks in the mail, gifts and surprises, finding money, bills decreased, debts forgiven, bills paid off, blessings and increases. Thank you, Lord, for meeting all our financial needs, that we may have more than enough to give into the kingdom of God and promote the gospel of Jesus Christ in Ashtabula and around the world. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, go ahead, Sister June. And please, if you are uh, uh, satisfying your pledge today, if you would please write at the back of the envelope that is going for the July summer camp meeting. Amen. Elder, there was something else you wanted uh, written at the back of the envelopes. Okay, so have your name on the envelopes and what you're giving for. If you're giving your tithes, please write uh, your name on the envelope and designate what's going in for your tithes. Amen. That way the church keeps a record of everything you give for your benefit. Amen. <laughs> All right, let's come and give. Can we have some volume? Thank you. He can move a mountain, my God is mighty to save, He is mighty to save, forever, author of salvation, heroes and conquer the rain, Jesus conquer the rain. Can we all just stand please, let's if we can. Let's pray, let's pray for the offering. Father, we thank you for the offerings and the time. We pray that you bless it. You bring increase in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you for what you are doing and what you keep doing. We appreciate you in Jesus' mighty name. And we all say, I wanted to shake your neighbor and say you're welcome in Jesus' name. Again, say you're welcome in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 
it's, it's good to see each and every one of you. It's good to see each and every one of you this morning. It's good to see each and every one of you this, this morning. And I believe that the Lord has a great word for each and every one of us. Can we say amen? amen. Can we say amen? amen? This is the day the Lord has made and we all will rejoice and be glad in it. Yeah, I want to thank the Lord for what um, for for what the the, the Lord is is, uh, is is doing, and uh, we know that He will keep doing great and wonderful things. Can we say Amen? Can we say Amen? And uh, are we going to come up with a strategy by God's by by God's grace for for our building uh, our building funds? Uh, uh, yeah, on um, on the building, and uh, the Lord is gonna the Lord is gonna help us out. Can we say Amen? Can we say Amen? Uh, there's gonna be there's there's gonna be some some changes, you know, in the uh, in in the structure, and, and and all of that. But the Lord had spoken that is gonna be done debt free. Are we together? Yes. God is preparing us for something great. Amen. I don't know if we have the picture. God is going to God is ready to prepare something great. He's preparing something great for us. And when you look at yourself, say, "Hey, God is preparing something great." Amen. And uh, uh, by the grace of God, this this is to stir us up to know that. Something has begun. We are not just quiet. Amen. Yeah. Oh, they had the uh, machines uh, already placed there on, on, uh, on, on the land. And uh, they, started, they started work already. They started work already. I thought we were going to be excited. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the, work, the work over there has begun. And let me tell you, when God speaks, it must come to pass. Yeah. Are we together? Yeah. We are going to have a thousand plus souls in the church, vibrant worshiping the Lord. And he's, he's going to take this city for his glory. Are we together? Yeah. That is why our goal now is, is us training and preparing ourselves for what is going to happen. Because the angels of harvest are walking behind the scene. You know, you just come one day, pam, the whole place. You're like, what happened overnight? But God would do it. If he could do it in a single day, where 3,000 came in a single day, he would do it in our time. Can we say amen? That is why we are building up leaders. Amen. And I want to announce also to you, as we'll be talking more with... Um, uh, uh, with the board, we're going to have our first, our first ordination service, which is going to be July of next year. And we'll be talking with those individuals, and we'll, we're going to start preparing for it. Can we say amen? And we said within the next three months, you know, partner with us, because we are introducing more of the culture that the Lord wants this ministry to be all about. Amen. It's, it's very exciting. We already started some of it with the leaders, and we're going to bring it also to, also to the church. Amen. And, uh, and when a culture is being introduced, guess what? There is more expand. 
circles are being broken. Yes, circles that are not of God are being broken. There is more expand taking place. There is more growth in every area taking place. So within the next three months, by God's grace, we'll be bringing that and we're going to work on that as a church. Can we say amen? amen. I want to encourage you, keep winning souls for the Lord. Keep ministering. Can we say amen? That is our number one, our number one goal. And that's the number one heartbeat of God. Can we say amen? Are we ready for the word this, this morning? Yes, on Wednesday, on Wednesday it was awesome. We had a great, wonderful time. And uh, it's a blessing having, have, having my mom with, uh, with us. And I want to announce uh, also that uh, uh, Pastor Phil and the wife gave birth. Yes, the baby, the baby is around. Baby is doing well. Amen. And uh, they, they, they are presently, they are presently still, still at the hospital. It was a whole big miracle, which our testimony will be coming forth later. Can we say amen? amen. And uh, uh, we thank God for more babies. Amen. And as the babies are coming, the Bible says, train, up, train them up in a way that they should do what? Yes. Uh, so when they are old, they won't do what? Yes. They will not depart from it. Can we say amen? amen. Can we say amen? amen? Can we say amen? amen. Glory to God. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, we should not depart from it. Amen? Can we say Amen. So, uh, also the conference in, in Maryland is also coming up the second week. And uh, those who want to encourage uh, those of uh, uh, each and every one, you know, pack your bags, get ready. It's going to be an awesome conference. I'm telling you, it's going to be an awesome conference. The second week of, of, of July. And uh, we have, we'll have the van going and we're going to have some that will pull their cars um, uh, at the back, is the, the whole the whole ministry is all coming together, and uh, we also have the band, the musical band from Kansas, from Kansas City, that is that, that is going to be there, and then we're going to have a mass choir, you know, Ohio, Maryland, and others all together. So it's going to be a wonderful, powerful time. Can we say amen? So we're still working. We're working towards that. And please let us know and start preparing for your hotels, your, 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 your hotel now. It's going to be that first week, second week. Yeah, we all, we're going to be in Maryland. And then when we come, we have ours that's going to begin the following week. Can we say amen? Can we all just stand on our feet one more time? You know, we come to church, we, ha we have a lot of exercise. Amen. Amen. I want us to pray. Let's, let's pray. Father, we thank you for this moment. We thank you for the nation Israel. As for peace and that nation, let them come to know you in the mighty name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, we thank you for our president. We thank you for the missionaries in the field. We thank you, O oh God, for this time we are about to hear your word. We pray that let it bring healing to us. We thank you. We appreciate you. Holy Spirit, move the way you want to move and do the way you want to do. We thank you for every project of this ministry. We appreciate you for it. 
in Jesus' mighty name. At this moment, I want us to give a big clap offering as we, as, as we welcome my mom, Reverend Mercy, to bring forth the word of God to us. Hallelujah. Can we just sing that song? My hallelujah belongs to you. 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 Lord, you, Lord, you deserve, huh? You deserve it. I thought the choir would just get it from here. You deserve it. You deserve it. Deserve it. You deserve it. Amen. You deserve it. You deserve it. You deserve it. My hallelujah belongs to God in this song. My hallelujah belongs to you. My hallelujah belongs to you. You deserve it. You deserve it. You Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can you just worship God in tongues? Just bless the name of the Lord for the opportunity to come into his presence. If you can't speak in tongues, worship the Lord in tongues. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My hallelujah belongs to you. i 
I, I think that's how the, the story ended. That's how the service ended with ministration. Amen. The Spirit of God works in various ways, and uh, His ways are not our ways. So I, I, I kind of almost put myself into trouble with God when He keeps telling me, go and lay hands. And there are times when He does it. To me, it doesn't make sense. So I started praying. I said, God, what are the testimonies? It doesn't make sense for me. Somebody is standing on the pulpit and he asked me to go and lay hands on the person. This is breaking protocol. It doesn't make sense to me. So on the pastor's wife's occasion conference in 2016, the coordinator, she was there. Mama was there. The coordinator was speaking on the pulpit. And the Lord said to me, go and put your hand here on her head. I said, God, does, does it make sense to you? Does it make sense to any of you? It may make sense to you, but to me, it didn't make sense because to, it, doesn't, it didn't make sense to me. She is preaching on the pulpit, Lord Jesus. So just why don't let her finish preaching and sit down before you lay your hands? So why I'm saying this testimony is because I want you to be open because the Spirit of God will be working in ways that we don't know. We're going to get out of our boxes and allow him to to cause us to reason the way he reasons, to see things the way he sees things. And I laid my I obeyed the Lord, laid my hands on her, and this lady went on the, on the floor. As she went on the floor, her right hand was up. She was straight on the floor, her right one was up. Pastor's wife, you were there. For about 10 minutes, her hand was up. She didn't even know her hand was up. But when she got out, she was the one coordinating, so the meeting was on hold. And we people were only praying, and we women were praying. And I said to myself, okay, I'm the organizer of this conference, but I'm, going, I'm not going to take the mic. I'm going to let her be there until God is done with what he wants to do. And she alone will take the mic and continue from where she ended. And when she came up, she told us this testimony. How she was laying down there and the, the heavens opened. And angels came, were coming down. And it seemed, it seemed as if her hand became a ladder. And the angels were coming down. And bringing oil. And prior to this conference, I had asked God, Lord, bring oil, extra oil for the pastor's wives. And the angels, this sister saw the angels bringing oil. Amen? To, to, the, to the pastor's wives. And alongside or in addition to other testimonies, um, on Sunday, you guys had left after the conference. And my son was coordinating. He stood on the pulpit, and there was somebody testifying. He stood on the pulpit, and the Lord said, go and touch his chest. I know the way God tells me, and I just went on the pulpit straight to him, and I touched his chest, and I went and sat down. I said, mercy, if you are crazy, then God has to explain that you are not crazy. So I had discussed this thing before with my husband, and we prayed. I said, God, we need testimonies to show that me, I'm not crazy. So right there in church, when the person who was giving the testimony, he was a, a white guy, he was giving the testimony. Immediately, the Lord told me to go up to him and put my hand on his right, on his left chest, on top of his heart. So I hesitated. And I turned and told my husband, this is what the Lord has said. And I wasn't sure whether I should go. I was, you know how you battle when God is telling you to do some things which you think is off. And I hesitated. But then... After he finished testifying, my son Ryan walked up to the pulpit, took up the mic now, and started talking. He said, 
when we were praying, uh, when we were praying, and as soon as my mom came and touched me on my chest, suddenly my eyes opened, and I saw angels. Angel, there was a lot of angelic activity in the church. Then I turned and looked at my husband. My husband looked at me. Because we had prayed, God, give us testimonies to show that I, me, I'm not crazy. I don't want to keep disobeying God. Because each time he says it and I disobey, something pricks me in my heart. I get convicted. So to cut the long story short, then I just, my husband said, if God told you to go and lay hands on the, on the white guy, just go now and lay hands on him. So the guy was going to sit down and I went and put my hand on him. But while he was testifying, he started speaking about his heart. That he has had heart attacks several times. Then I understood why God wanted me to go at that time and put my hand on his left side of his chest. So I just wanted the atmosphere to be clear. When you saw me do, do something crazy, somebody singing, I have to gather courage to go and do that. You understand? So I give God praise. I give God praise. So let, let ourselves lose, like Sister Gwen was saying, God can use anybody, anytime. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! And uh, I was going to talk to you guys about how to handle offenses. Because I'm, by the grace of God, I think I'm good at that subject because God gave it to me. But when I was praying this morning, I perceived angels with light in this church. And it was coming to my spirit to talk about light. Then I, I said, Lord, what shall I do? Then I remembered how during the women's conference, I was planning to preach on something else. And the Lord spoke to me, a pure heart. And I obeyed the Lord. Behold, God wanted to bless people with that message. So we are not here for ourselves. We are here for the Lord. And I will let God have his way. And the topic of my message, which God, I believe, gave me this morning, is your light has come. Your light has come. Your light has come. If God wants me to come and talk about how to handle offenses next time, trust me, he will bring me. Amen? Or trust God, not trust me. Trust God. <laughs> he will bring me or bring somebody else. Amen? Hallelujah. Or use your pastor. Psalms 27 verse 1 to 3. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I hear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Father, we ask you for light. We thank you because you are our light. You are our salvation. You are true to your word. The Lord, truly, you are our light and our salvation. Father, there has been darkness for too long. Today, Father, we ask for light. We ask for light. We ask for light. We stand for light. We ask for light. We receive your light. In the name of Jesus, let the heaven. 
enemies and my foes came upon me to eat my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though an host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me, in this will I be confident. Confident in what? Confident in the truth. And upon that word that the Lord is my light and my salvation. The Lord is your light. The Lord is my light. The Lord himself is light. The Lord has come this day with light. Brighter light for you and you and all of you and this congregation. In the name of Jesus Christ. You want to take the city? You need the light. Light. Light is very conspicuous. Light is very conspicuous. In this will I be confident. Confident in the fact that God, being my light, he will cause my enemies to stumble and fall. Being my light, he will give me understanding. Being my light, I will be able to see where to put my foot. Being my light, I will have the strength that I need. Because you know, light gives strength. Light is energy. Darkness does not comprehend light. Darkness does not understand light. Darkness and light cannot mingle. They are not friends. When one is present, the other must leave. When light comes, darkness cannot stay. Darkness must leave. Evil people stumble at this light. Evil people bow. Evil bows before this light. The Bible says the wicked fleeth when no man pursueth. When light comes, when your light begins to shine, the wicked will flee. Listen. Saul, who was later on named as Paul, he had an evil motive. He was going to Damascus to persecute and to kill Christians. To, to persecute the people of God, to lock them up. He was zealous for that which was wrong. He had a bad motive. On his way to Damascus, what happened? He met with the light. Because he met with this light and he had a bad motive, he had to stumble. He had to fall. The Bible says he fell. Did your Bible say that? He fell. So that is why as God has brought light in a brighter measure to you guys in this season, all the wicked who come against you shall stumble and fall. I'm telling you, this light is coming for good. And at, at the same time, to the wicked, is for bad. Those who don't want to repent... Those who are made of their hearts to follow the devil. Hi! Hey! Those who have chosen purposefully 
the way of darkness, in spite of all that has been told them about the love of God. Those who intentionally want to destroy that which God is building, they shall stumble and fall before the light. Kaboom! Paraha! Excuse me for my shouting. It's just who I am. I don't know how to preach like other people. <laughs> Hallelujah. So Saul stumbled. Initially, Saul did not embrace this light. He, did not he didn't even understand what it was all about until Jesus spoke. He did not embrace the light. All he did was fall in submission. Fall. Not willful submission, but the power of the light casted him down. Not because he recognized Jesus as Lord, but because the greater power put down the lesser power. And that is what is going to be happening in your lives in this season. When you go forth as an individual, or you go forth as a church, you are going with this light of God. That you are carrying the greater power. And the greater power will put down the lesser power. So that God will have his way in this city. I've come by the grace of God to declare to you that your light has come. There were some things you have been struggling to do. You have worked hard. You've done this way, that way, struggled. No, you didn't see any good thing yielding forth. But now, in this season, your light has come. Rabaha, the harvest shall be great in the name of Jesus Christ. That light, this light of Jesus Christ, is, it has power. It's stronger than electricity. You know, if you take an electric cable, something that can conduct electricity, and plug it to the wall, put it on the CD player, it's going to work, right? But if you will take your bare hands and hold cable, what happens? You fall. And you can die. Why? Because you are not that, you, you don't have the electrodes that will conduct that power in the way that electricity was meant to be conducted. In the same way, the person that will dare to come to that light or face that light with an evil motive will fall. You in that light are not afraid, but your enemies seeing that light are afraid. Light sends away darkness, and darkness runs away. You know, when light remains bright, darkness continues to stay where it is. But when light begins to dim, darkness starts coming in gradually. We are not going to let our light dim in this season. Amen. 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 Psalms 18 verse 28. You are, you are the one who lights my lamp. The Lord my God illuminates, 
illuminates my darkness. God is the one who lights our lamp. The Bible says your heart, your spirit, our spirits are the candlestick of the Lord. This is what happens when you give your life to Jesus. This is what happens when you give your, light, your life to Jesus. That candle that had no light of God, that was in darkness, God comes and puts a lamp, a light on it. Just imagine God striking, for us, we strike the match and we light the candle, right? God himself is the light. So he doesn't need to strike a match. He himself is the light. He comes and puts light on your candle. So our spirit is the candle of the Lord. Another translation says our spirit is the lamp of the Lord. What good is lamp if it's not lighted? What good is a candle if it's not lighted? So if you have given your life to Jesus, you must be a candle that is lighted. And the Spirit of God is what lights our candle. Amen. This is our prayer this morning. Oh God, light my lamp. Oh God, light my lamp. When God lights your lamp, you begin to shine from inward outward. When God lights your lamp, the eyes of your understanding is enlightened. As Ephesians 1.18 says, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that ye may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. You don't know what you are called to do for the Lord? Ask him to light your lamp. You don't know what you have in Christ. Ask him to light your lamp. Remember Psalms 18 verse 28 says, Lord, you are the one who lights my lamp. Amen? If your life is having confusion, confusion is a sign of darkness. Ask the Lord to light your lamp. When the earth was being created, as the Spirit of God hovered on the earth, there was darkness and things were in chaos. And the Lord said, let there be light. Amen. And by the Spirit of God and his word, there became light. When God lights your lamp, he lights it bright. Confusion goes away. Ignorance goes away. The eyes of your understanding will be brightened for you to understand the will of God, for you to understand the things of God, for you to see things the way God sees and to know things the way God knows. Until then, people walk only in darkness. Spiritual darkness is gross. Spiritual darkness is darker than physical darkness. But for everyone 
that will see God and be like God, allow him to light your lamp. The Amplified Version says, the spirit of man is the lamp of the Lord. Searching and examining all the innermost parts of his being. Proverbs 20, 27. The King James Version says, the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. Searching all the inward parts of the belly. The lamp of the, Arakasurku, the lamp of the Lord. You want to know deep things about God? Ask God to light your lamp. You want to get revelations from God? Ask God to light your lamp. Listen, this light comes in measures. Are you understanding? Because the greatness of God's light is too much. If God brings the fullness of his light here, we cannot stand. We cannot. So the light he gives us is in measures. And the closer you are to him, the more your light gets brighter. When you walk with God purposefully, because our walk with God has to be intentional. Has to be what? Intentional. You have to purpose in your heart. To walk with God. As you purpose in your heart to walk with God. His light in you will teach you many things. Amen. You study his word, his word will become lamp to your feet and light to your path. Isn't that double light? Amen. You yourself, you are light. You have the light in you. And then the word becomes lamp to your feet. And then light to your path. How can you miss your way? In this season, we need the light. In this season, the light has come. Because gross darkness is coming upon the earth. It's past time to be troubling yourself and getting into problems with people. It's past time. It's time for us to receive our portions of light and shine. It's time for us to receive that which God is giving us and shine and be relevant in the kingdom of God. There are some Christians who are not relevant in the kingdom of God. They're not relevant. If you're not relevant, it's because Either you're, you don't know or you're not intentionally seeking God. But in this season, your light has come. You can be better than what you are. Yes. Amen? Amen? If you enter a house that is not well lighted, you're not happy, right? Yes. It's easy for you to stumble. But when you enter a house that is well lighted, you can see very, very well. You can know where things are placed, even if you are getting there for the, for the first time. Because it is lighted, you can see where things are placed. And you have no occasion to stumble. Sometimes believers stumble, hey, 
Because they don't have enough light, they have allowed their light to grow dim. Let me tell you guys something. The beautiful thing about it, the sweet thing about it is that we got no light of our own. Jesus himself is the light. And he is the one who willingly and is willingly and will always be willingly willing to give us the light. The beautiful thing is that God cannot ask you what he has not given you. He is the one who gives us the light because he is light. So when God lights your lamp, you will understand what you are called to do. You will understand everything that is yours in Christ Jesus. That is what the Bible is saying here. We will understand every riches that is in God for us. We will understand our inheritance. Why? Because that light comes to enlighten our understanding. So you can be able to tell who you are. I, I, I was having a meditation in my heart yesterday. If, if I'm called to a particular place, if somebody invites me for his thing or for her thing, I want to, if God is the one letting you invite me, I want to believe that because of who I have, Jesus Christ. Because of whose I am, Jesus Christ. It's a privilege for you to have me. That's my mindset now. If you say I'm doing this my thing, I don't want Mrs. Folu there. It's not me losing. You are the one losing because I know who I have. I know who I carry. I know the grace of God that is upon my life. I know that when I come into your thing, blessings will come. I know that if I step into your environment, blessings will come. Yes. But if you say, I don't want Mrs. Falu there, for a bad purpose, or for a stupid purpose, you're the one losing. Yes. That's how I believe God has placed me to be. And that's how you have to believe who you are in Christ. You are a blessing and not a curse. Yes. Why? Because you carry light. The time has come for us to be more relevant than yesterday. Yes. Hi! Every darkness, Karakaha, every darkness in your life will flee because your light has come. Every darkness. In this church, you must flee. The light of God has come. The light of God has come. I said I perceived angels when I was praying, standing with lamp. But Lord, we ask not only for the angels, but you yourself who is the light. We want, we desire, we seek, we ask for your brightness to envelop this church. To envelop every heart. Hi! In the name of Jesus. You know when I was thinking that I should ask for Jesus himself to do something new. It began to occur to my heart that listen, if I am in my house and I have servants and I want them to, how many of you have seen the small 
something like a bush lamp. Oh, okay, let's, let's talk about a candle. How, how many of you were in the days when you have to have a, a lamp with a glass, a globe? The lights come off. <laughs> but thank God for civilization. So sometimes God can send his angels with the light. Okay, that's what I'm trying to say. And sometimes God himself can come. So today, I'm not, I know I perceived angels here with lamp. But can we just dare to ask God for himself? Can we just dare to ask Jesus? Ho, ho, ho. For he said, whatsoever you shall ask, you shall receive. If he could come and die on this earth for us, what more? And if he could send his Holy Spirit, then why would he not come? Hey, the Lord is here to, to shine his light in our souls, in our spirits. Holy Spirit, help us to see what you're doing. Listen, I don't mind whether you can imagine it or not. I don't mind whether you can perceive it or not, but it is happening. It is happening. It is happening. It is happening from this time henceforth. Your light is greater. From this time henceforth, your understanding is brighter. From this time henceforth, your knowledge is better than yesterday. Your knowledge of God is better than yesterday. You shall not stumble. You shall shine. And you shall be a testimony in the city. In the name of Jesus. The things that caused you to fall yesterday, because of that light, you shall not fall again. Somebody say, God is good. Amen. Psalms 97 verse 11 says, light is sown for the righteous. And gladness for the upright in heart. Are you righteous? Are you righteous? Amen. Look, somebody here doesn't know he or she is righteous. <laughs> I didn't ask you if you are holy. <laughs> because... If, I, if, if somebody asks a question, who is holy here? None of us is holy. <laughs> there is none holy as the Lord. There is none besides him. Neither is there any rock like our God. There is none holy as the Lord. Hallelujah! Lord, we bow before you because you are holy. Yes. Hallelujah. What, who are we that a holy God will impute the righteousness of his son in us? Amen. He calls us righteous who have been sinners, wicked. He calls us righteous. He calls you righteous because of his son. And he, the word of God says, light is sown. For the righteous. Light is planted as a seed for you, for the righteous. It's your inheritance, yes. elder. It's your inheritance. Know it. There is no reason why we should stumble in sin because we got light, it is ours. You don't need to ask for it once, uh, twice, just once, and the Lord will do it. 
You may not even have to open your mouth. Just desire it. It is yours. It has already been given to you. Light is sown for the righteous and gladness for the upright in heart. Our righteousness is of him. Listen, if I'm talking that you are righteous and your heart is telling you of some bad you have done, don't condemn yourself. If truly you did wrong, just tell God now, Lord, I'm sorry, forgive me. You immediately will repent, you'll be in right standing. Amen? Yeah. And then just key in into this message as a righteous child of God. Amen? Yeah. Light is sown for the righteous. New Hope Ministries, light is sown for you. It's your portion. It's your inheritance. Kokahabraha. You shall shine with this light. Kakunuhuso. And darkness shall not comprehend. Darkness shall give you way as you march into the city. Matthew 5, 14 and 15, you are the light of the world. A city on top of a hill can't be hidden. Can somebody say that? A city on top of a hill can't be hidden. For too long you have been hidden. Whatever was hiding you, let it break forth. Break off. And give you way in the name of Jesus. For your light has come. For your light has come. When the wicked try to hinder you, they are trying to mess with your light. Whether they are trying to hinder you as an individual or as a church, they are trying to mess with your light. They are trying to make you to sin so you can dim your light. This is the season we say no. Because God is raising up an army and we are part of that army. Raka! Karabaha! Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a basket. Instead, they put it on top of a lampstand and it shines on all who are in the house. Now, here is the wisdom. Here is the wisdom. I want us to know, I found out, that for my lamp to be lighted is God's responsibility. Yeah. But before he takes that responsibility, I have to give him the room. Yes. Yes. Number two, the Bible says, neither do people light a lamp and put it under the bushel or under the basket. If you light a lamp, you will be stupid to put that lamp under a basket. Our God is not stupid. Our God is all wise and all knowing, all powerful. When he lights your lamp, he is wise and knowledgeable enough to put you on the lampstand. God is putting you on the lampstand. Raka! God is putting you on the lampstand in this season. Hi! Because he has come to light your lamp. God cannot light your lamp and put you under the basket.
must announce you. He is the one putting you. Listen, I used to read these verses. This verse, a city that is, is put on a hill cannot be hidden. I used to think I should be the one to march to the hill. I used to think I should be the one to climb on the lampstand because I'm a light. It is true we are the light of the world. But Jesus did not light us and put us under the bushel. He says, light is sun for the righteous. Lord, you are the one who lights my lamp. So God is lighting your lamp now. He knows that when he lights the lamp, he must look for the lampstand. There is a lampstand in Ohio. And the Lord is setting you on that lampstand now. God has lighted, his lighted your spirit to be his prophet. Hi. To the world. He is putting you on the lampstand for that ministry. Now. God is wise enough. To light a lamp. And put it on the lampstand. Let me tell you something. For better understanding. Holy Spirit help us. I did not ask Pastor Gaius to put me here to preach. Are you listening to me? He's my son. I will come here and sit down and I would love to hear the preaching. But when I came, he gave me the opportunity. That is because God lit my lamp. And he put me today on this lampstand to shine by giving out what he has put in me. God has given us various gifts. He has lighted our spirit. He has lighted our hearts. He has put in the character of the Holy Spirit in us. And so he is putting us on the lampstand yes. to shine to the world. I say, see, this is how Jesus is. Yes. This is what Jesus does. Jesus is good. Jesus is compassionate. Jesus heals the sick. Jesus saves sinners. Jesus helps people. There are times when you, you struggle to do good. And people don't see the good. They see bad. They misunderstand you. Now your light has come. The light will cause them to understand that this is goodness indeed that you are doing. Yeah. Your light is shining. Let Ashtabula see. Let Ohio see. In the name of Jesus. God takes the foolish things of this world to confound the wise. You may be telling yourself, I'm not fit. I'm not capable. You are that lamp. I want you to pray in your heart. Oh God. Light my lamp. The light of God is here. I want you to begin to pray in your heart. Oh God, light my lamp. I receive your light. I receive your light for my spirit. Everybody open your mouth and pray. Pray to the Lord. Hallelujah. Pray. You will receive because you have asked. Light my lamp, Lord. Light my lamp. And place me on the candle stand, on the lamp stand. I will shine in my own way that you have given me. In my own little corner, I will shine for you. 
In the lane that you have put me to serve you, I will shine for you. In the school where you have put me, I will shine for you. Hey, in the job, in the workplace where you have put me, I will shine for you. God has lit your lamp and put you on the lampstand at your job site. He has lit your lamp and put you on the lampstand in the city. And I hear Isaiah 60 verse 1 saying, Arise! You are arising from, the, just drop down the old mentality that told you that you are not fit enough. Because the light has come. Arise from that mindset that used to tell you that you are not, you are not fit to do what the things you're supposed to do for God. Arise from that mindset. Arise! Drop that mindset away. Arise and shine. Oh, for your light has come. Arise from self-defeat. from self-condemnation. Arise from excuses. Arise and shine. For your light has come. Your light has come. Your light has come. Your light has come. It came from above. It has been given to you. For behold, It says, arise and shine. Shine for the light has come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people. But the Lord shall arise upon thee and the glory shall be seen upon thee. When you begin to take your place, see yourself as a lamp on the lampstand and begin to shine with that which the Lord has put in you. What God puts in your mouth, speak it. What God puts in your heart to do, do it. You are shining for him. The light that is in you is not yours. It is his own for his glory. And he says, and the Gentiles shall come to thy light. And kings to the brightness of thy rising. God did not say, I will cause you to arise. Is that what the scripture said? Church. God did not say, I will cause you to arise. The word of God says, arise. Arise. All right, you sit down. I want you to obey the word of God. Arise. There you go. It's already in you. Shine. Raka.
Baba 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 Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Shine. Shine. Obey the command. When you arise, you obey the command and arise. You can intentionally arise. If you didn't used to pray, you can tell yourself, I'll start to pray. You are intentionally arising. You purpose in your heart to look for a job, right? When you have three offers, you purpose in your heart and choose one. Whatever you choose that hinders you in your destiny, you are accountable. You are responsible, not God, because he gave you five senses. What God should do, he does. What God can do, he does. But what is in your power to do, you must do. And he never holds you accountable for what he should do. He holds you accountable for what you should do. Don't say, hey, people are fond of, pray for me. Uh, let me be given permission on my job. Pray for me. You had three choices. You chose one. It was not God who chose it for you. You purposed in your heart. Because God will not confuse himself. He will not lead you into a job that he knows that will take you away from what he wants to use you to do in his house. After all, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. What you think is right for you it's not, may not be what God is saying is right for you. So, when they, 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 your understanding is enlightened by the light, then you begin to understand things the way God understands. He says, your ways are not my ways. So you have to purpose in your heart. I have, there's a sister in, 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 in Rolai, in, in, in Maryland. This sister purposed in her heart. I don't want to have any job that would take me away from the house of God. She's a woman of faith. She doesn't, she's not a pastor. She's not, she's not even one of the, uh, she doesn't have a big post in the church. But she purposed in her heart. Intentional. Purposeful. I know the God I serve. And the Bible says, I will ask and God will give me. So Father, you have all the jobs. And you rule in the kingdoms of men. This is the kind of job I want you to give me. A job that is highly paid. A job that the atmosphere is good with, uh, where people, the people are, can be able to influence and the, a job that they will not be forcing me to stay and not go to church. Did God answer her prayers? Yes, God did. When it came for time for her husband to have a job, she said, because she's a woman of wisdom, she said, listen, God has made us to know we have to stay in Maryland. Because where you stay also matters. If you have to move, relocate, when God did not send you, you are going for trouble. So, this woman said, my husband, you know there are some women who are very wise. This woman is a wise woman. She said, my husband, please, you know God wants us to be in Maryland. So, this new 
thing that you have gone and studied. It's, it's been taking people away from, from uh, state to state. But let's pray and ask God for a job that you will have in Maryland. When they prayed, this man sent applications. He started having job offers from other places as he put his application, I guess, online or something. Good jobs were coming from different states. And the wife said, remember, we're not going away from God's plan. Yes. <laughs> and they waited. Everybody say, waited. waited. Hey! And when they waited, listen, the other day God gave me, God sat me down and gave me several random benefits of waiting in God, waiting on God. I kept writing and writing and writing, I think, two and a half pages. The benefits of waiting on God. Hey! They waited. And God answered. Sometimes we, we, are, we think that we have, God is a God who wants us to wait for long. You know, God's timing is different from our timing. Sometimes the waiting will not even be for two days. Sometimes the waiting will not even be for one month. But God sees the dispositions of our hearts. Okay? They waited on God and God gave her husband a wonderful job in Maryland. They are happy serving God in the church and they are very faithful people in the church. And God is blessing them. Listen, blessings come from God. So if we want to be blessed, let us be where God wants us to be. Let us do what God wants us to do. God says, you were weak, but now your light has come. Amen. You will not complain of no strength. This light, for those of you who did physics, does it have energy? It has. If you go close to a bulb, it has heat. It has energy. And some of them are fashioned in the way that they produce more heat, like the sauna. Huh? Light has energy. Many things all over the world are functioning because of light. And that is how when you have the light of God and you let it blaze or shine brighter in you, you are a conqueror and more than a conqueror. Because the only thing that hinders and can hinder is darkness. But once darkness is not messing with you because of the strength of your light and because of the brightness of your light, you are more than a conqueror. I want us to rise up and pray. Hey! The Bible says, And the Gentiles shall come to thy light, and kings to the brightness of thy rising. In the name of Jesus, the Gentiles shall come to thy light. And this is the difference. Paul was going with a bad motive. He met the light and he fell. But see how the Gentiles are going to come to your light. Because they are seeking for God. Those that are living in sin and have not been changed by the power of God. And they don't come because they want to do you harm. They don't have bad motives. When they shall see your light and they shall be attracted. They shall come and they will say, hey, people, what must I do to be saved? So the Gentiles are coming to your light in the name of Jesus. Rabba Sandra, I begin to pray. 
Begin to pray. Thank God for the light. Hi! Your light has come. Lift up thine eyes round about and see all they gather themselves together. They come to thee. Thy sons shall come from far and thy daughters shall be nursed at thy side. This is the word of the Lord for you today. They shall come to you. You shall shine because the Lord has placed you on the lampstand. From now henceforth, this city shall know that there are a people. There is a people in this place. This city shall know that there is a people in this place that testify of the Lord. Your light has come. Receive the light. Begin to pray. Pray. If you want to surrender your life to Jesus, just come to the front. And if you want the Lord, the Lord to brighten your light, to light your lamp brighter, just come to the altar. There's something about the altar. Just come with a willing heart, an open heart to the Lord to light your lamp. Come pour it out to the Lord. Present your candle before the Lord. Present your candle before the Lord. He is going to light your lamp, light your candle. Hallelujah! Just raise up your hand and begin to pray. Receive the light. It's as simple as that. Receive the light in faith. Say, Lord, I present my candle to you. And I receive your light. I receive your light. Let every confusion depart from my life and from my home by the reason of your light. Let every darkness go away by the reason of your light. Let there be light in my life. Let there be light in my house. Let there be light at my job. Let there be light in this church. Let there be light in my spiritual and physical atmosphere. Let there be light. Let there be light in your lives. Let there be light. Let there be light. Let there be light. Let there be light. If you are here and you want to give your heart to Jesus, I want you to repeat after me. Oh God. Oh God. I come to you. Forgive me of all my sins. I believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross for my sins. Lord Jesus, I open my heart to you now and forever come into my heart stay in my heart forever write my name in the book of life Holy Spirit help me
to make it to heaven. In Jesus' name. Amen. If you came for the light, receive the light. Amen. Hallelujah. an awesome an awesome message you know I truly thought she was going to speak on offenses this morning dealing with offenses but the Lord took her a different route where we blessed where we blessed and uh, 
Mom, God, God used it to touch some, 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 some things, you know, some, some, some really uh, great stuff. And I pray, I let that word that we've received, let it stay in our hearts. Can we say Amen? Where's, uh, where's your husband? Yes, yes, yeah, they could get him. Let's, let's pray. Come, we'll pray for you for healing. Please, as, 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 can you just pray for the hands? We're going to pray for them for the healing power of God. And then secondly, I want us, I want us to prepare an offering to, to be of a blessing to her. To be of a blessing to my mom. Can we do that? Can we do that? Yeah. And uh, she's got something great. And as the Lord lays in your heart. Prepare to be to bless. Can we say amen? Come, come. Gonna pray for you. Come, come, can we all can we all just, just stand? Stretch forth your hands, please. If you can. Can we do that? Yeah, and uh, she's got something great. And as the Lord lays in your heart, prepare to be to bless. Can we say Amen? Come, come. Gonna pray for you. Come, come. Can we all? Can we all just just stand? Stretch forth your hands, please, if you can. creative miracle now in the 